1: Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, if you have a weird, interesting fetish that you want to talk about, email me strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Go to my website, Strictly Anonymous Podcast, and click on be on the show or Sign up and follow me at Strict Anonymous on either Instagram or Twitter and DM me there. I'm always looking for people to call into the show. I also have a a confessions line. You could call that 24-7 leave an anonymous confession. Right now I'm gathering them. I post them all up on my Patreon page. I do change everybody's voices. So if you have a confession you want to just get off your back while remaining anonymous, call my confessions hotline 24-7. You get four minutes. Leave a message if you need more time call back. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. All the links to everything will be in the description. Now today it's Fetish Friday and what I have for you is a hot girl named Lil Miz Unique. She's got a very big following on Instagram. You might even know of her already. Because she's like a model. She's a pantyhose model. She does other kind of fetish modeling. She's also a stripper. And we talk about all of that. How did she get into it? You know, her interest in hose, Because this is not somebody that just like models them. She's like into Wearing them. She also, after she started modeling for other people, created this amazing Instagram where she does videos and she sets up photo shoots, including something that I stood out to me on her Instagram page, which is like this: <laughs> it's just a stack of vaginas. That's the only other way I know how to say it. As she gets like all the stripper girls that she works with to put on these pantyhose and she takes pictures of them all stacked together. Uh, but from the angle that you would effing love. um, And she talks about how she wrangles them. We talk about how and why she started stripping, what she loves about it, what she doesn't like about it. Um, We talk about the people she's dated and how they feel about what she does for a living. She also started an OnlyFans page and she's very successful at that as well. Um, And the other thing we do talk about is her relationship with a guy who had a foot fetish and what they got into together. And if you want to see pictures of her, you could go on my Patreon, but you could also see them on her Instagram. She's going to give shout outs to everything in the episode. I'll be right back on with Lil Miz. Well, I'll be right back on with Unique. This is
0: the Strictly Anonymous podcast.
1: Hi. Unique, Lil, Miz, Unique, that's the long version, but I could call you Unique, right? That's the easy version. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. I am super
0: excited to be here.
1: I'm excited to have you. I have to say that I have uh a patreon and I dedicate like listen on my show I have all kinds of people sharing all kinds of stories they're into all kinds of different things I have like a fetish Fridays where you know I just do episodes where people have specific fetishes and one of the big ones that I found besides cross chesting is guys were into pantyhose right so I have a whole oh my gosh yes you know this right because Yes. Yes, <laughs> yeah, so i I call them my hosers, okay. I started a whole tier specifically on Patreon just to put additional extra content there because I had so many quote unquote hosers reaching out to me wanting to share my story, and I can't just have a show about just about that, you know, I need variety, <laughs> so i I put all my extra stuff over there, but you know, and I have a good audience over there, and they're always begging me to find women to come on to talk about you know the females who love pantyhose and so there's a lot of women out there nowadays on Instagram only yeah. fans that know that guys like that. Now, you are a model who one of my hosers knows and follows on Instagram. I think you've got a really good following on there because you're super hot. You really know what to do. Like, I feel like a guy doesn't even have to like a pantyhose to get into your little videos and your pictures that you have on because they're super sexy. Whether you're wearing hose or not, you really know what you're doing. You know, you are a model and... Every now and then you're a stripper a couple times a month. So let's like get into like your whole story. When did you start modeling?
0: I start modeling after that I was dancing for a little while. I had a photographer come in and he needed girls for like bikini calendars for Winchester guns. Mm hmm. So he was like, I was in a strip club in Iowa and I'm very familiar with guns around here. So I was like, yeah, sure. I'll definitely do that. No problem. Yeah. And uh, so that was my first gig, and he just knew other photographers, and I started uh, getting on the site Model Mayhem, and it just uh, just went from there 10 years later.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, think about it. You know, back in the day, it was Model Mayhem, right? You could kind of, that was like a way of having a little bit of control of yourself. You could go on there, other people could find you, but ne- then Instagram comes along, and now you don't even need that. You could just right. create all the content yourself posted on there, which is, I'm assuming you do now, I mean, all those little videos and the pictures that you have on there, do you hire someone to take them? Or do you now know how to do it yourself? Um,
0: it's a little bit of, I do uh, paid photo shoots and jobs that I go to and I share those mm-hmm. when allowed. Mm-hmm. And then I also do a little bit of content at home for different like fetishy stuff that I don't shoot or whatever necessarily. But it's a little bit of both, a little bit of paid work, and then doing it myself at home.
1: And now, when did you realize that the whole panios thing was a thing? Like, I know I realized it when I, you know, had people calling into my show and emailing in. When <laughs> I, In the beginning of my show, I had to go to Craigslist to find people. You know, my show wasn't big enough for people to just write in to me. So I went looking, and I couldn't believe how many ads I saw in the personal sections for guys that had the pantyhose fetish, like on the DL, you know, that's how I found out about this, you know, that hosers existed. Before that, I would never have known, you know, when did you find out that there was this world and that, you know, they would love to see you just wearing pantyhose?
0: I found out through um, a modeling job. I wore them myself already because I personally am a cold person, Mm -hmm. so any extra layers to keep me warm, I am all about.
1: Oh, my God. I love that. Hilarious.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I was wearing them, and I had a photographer say, hey, you know, I noticed you wear pantyhose. And, well, I know this other photographer. He does bondage in pantyhose. He's like, if you're up for trying something like that, like, I'll give you his number. He's hiring Mm-hmm. I was like oh okay that sounds like fun so then I did that shoot and that's when it just kind of like opened the whole world of like oh, okay pantyhose is like a fetish like I had no idea
1: Yeah, <laughs> I just knew they were warm and super comfortable and felt good <laughs> and so you always wore them do you also like the way that they look with your outfits and stuff or was that a yes. part of it
0: yes yes definitely and I like the way they make like the legs look like you know Almost like how girls put filters on their face now. It makes it look smooth, you know. I like how the nylons do that to the legs, make them look really smooth.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what I never realized that it it is like makeup for your legs. It makes them look kinda perfect. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. When you were wearing, even before you got into, you know, posing with them and and doing it for the photographer, what did you, and I know that you did a lot for warmth, but you also liked the way that it looked like, what were Mm -hmm. your, the brands that you liked and the colors that you liked? in the beginning i honestly didn't really know any brands
0: i was just picking up here and there at different department stores and if they had like a neat package i would get them Mm -hmm. but starting to be more in the community and learning about brands and things i'm starting to notice the difference and what i exactly like i know that i do like i've been noticing the more expensive brands of course because they are very nice material but my favorite is seamless. I love seamless pantyhose because I feel like you can just wear them anytime, any place. They don't leave like the big line down your stomach, or they don't feel to me like too tight and constricting when you're sitting for too long. Mm-hmm. So, like any brands that have a good seamless one, I know Walford, of course, has a really good one. And then there was it was funny. It was a brand I found in Walmart, it was uh, No Nonsense. Yeah, And those are so comfortable. I could even wear them under jeans or whatever and it just, it wouldn't feel too constricting.
1: And do you like to wear them under jeans? Do you do that as well?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely during the winter times and like fall months or like if I have jeans that are super ripped up, I feel like it kind of adds like a fun color under them or like a fun texture, just something fun and different.
1: And when you started to see that it was like blowing up and then, and when you, well, more so when you put these, when you started posting on Instagram, did you start specifically to, you know, tap into that community or were you posting all your regular pics and then you just realized like, or, or, and do you notice that your pantyhose pics do really well?
0: Yeah, definitely. I posted all kinds, you know, from the glamour fashiony stuff to like, you know, art nudes and stuff like that at the beginning on Instagram. And I was really noticing that yeah, the nylon pictures were getting the most likes. Like they were they were going (laughs) above the other ones and I was like, wow, okay. And then people started like commenting, I love when you're wearing nylons or like if I do an Instagram live, so many people are asking me if I'm not wearing nylons, why aren't you wearing nylons?
1: Yeah, I mean, people listen. If so, and it, like I said, the way I found you is one of my hosers was like always like you know sending me pics of from your Instagram. It was like, please try and get this girl. I told her about you. Like, she's like the hottest. She's the best one, cream of the crop. And when you know, and I've seen a lot of them, and I have to say, you are like one of the top ones out there because like I, even if you didn't have pantyhose on, okay, you're super hot, right? Like a scale of one to ten, ten body, ten face, ten the whole thing. And like I said, you do know how to make a hot video, right? Because the right. way you play with the pantyhose, I mean, I'm looking through your Instagram right now. You have st- <laughs> the, the stack of vaginas. I don't know if you watch Real Housewives, but it was a whole funny thing oh about, gosh, yeah. you know, the stack of vaginas that she bought for her husband. You do that. You have these pigs where <laughs> you have like yeah, stacks yeah. of vaginas, but they're all wearing different hose and different. I mean, how yeah. fucking brilliant are you?
0: That's It's quite a funny thing to put together because I do that on the nights that I work at the club in Iowa. So I have to basically approach like 20 girls yeah. and they're usually all like nude when I'm talking to them. And I'm like, hey, I know you guys are standing here and barely anything, but would you be down to take this picture? And they're like, what? So then I show them an example and they're like, okay, do I have to wear those pantyhose too? And I'm like, yes, that's a part of the deal. And I'll, I'll bring them. I'll bring, you know, like yeah some pairs of pantyhose with me to work when I know I'm going to ask them. And I'll make sure that some of them are not, you know, nice brands because some of the poor girls, it's their first time putting on hose. So <laughs> I have to teach them and show them how to put them on. So we get yeah. a few rips, <laughs> a few snacks. <laughs> so it is is—it is quite entertaining once I get them all talked into it. And then yes. once, once I get them all into a pair... And then trying to get them all to figure out, okay, well, now who's going to be on bottom? We usually go by, okay, who has the biggest butt? Wait, oh, <laughs> really? Okay. okay, wait. So the yes. biggest
1: butt goes on the bottom? I have to go back yes. to one of those. Okay, let me look to see <laughs> if I notice that the biggest butt is on the bottom. Okay, and then how does it go?
0: <laughs> so basically like that, we start with the biggest butt, and then whose butt is a little bit smaller, a little bit smaller, and then the top girl is usually the girl with the smallest booty. Oh, And usually my. the lightest.
1: Oh, my God. So- <laughs>
0: Yes, so that we can hold it long enough to get a few
1: pictures. (laughs) How many of your girlfriends or stripper friends like after they realize that this is a thing because you're doing it and you know, (laughs) are like, hey, I'm gonna do this too?
0: Yes, a few of them have reached out to me, and I've seen that they've started Instagrams. They've got, you know, because a few of them, you know, are concerned about anonymous, anonymous. Being in an uh,
1: anonymity, I think. <laughs> yes. I'm very bad at grammar, yes. too. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh.
0: <laughs> But a lot of them worry about that, too. So I've been seeing little Instagrams put, uh, pop up that have, like, their legs and feet and nylons in them with, like, fun names on it. So I'm like, okay, cool. And they've asked me, you know, okay, how do I do this? How do I do that? And I've been trying to help them. It's pretty fun.
1: Yeah, why not? I mean, you have one hundred and fifty three thousand followers, so you've done really well for yourself. And you have an OnlyFans too. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And did that? How recently did you start that? Oh, within the past few years, when it first
0: got started, I went ahead and tried it out too with everybody.
1: <laughs> right, and and what could like if people sign up for your, you know, your OnlyFans? What do they get there that they don't see on Instagram?
0: Oh my gosh, so much, because Instagram is so restrictive now. I know, <laughs> I know. They, uh, I, I try to record some behind the scenes from different shoots where I'm with different crazy ladies or in different crazy situations. So I do behind the scenes there. Of course, all my nude work is on there. All my fetish work is on there. Um, I record specific videos just for them. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh. A lot. <laughs> I know. I try to keep myself busy, constantly posting on there at least every day, and then I try to make sure that I can talk to everybody on there too, which is nice because on Instagram, I get so many messages, right? And they get put, you know, in that like request box, so I don't see them right away. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really hard to keep in contact with fans, you know, there. Yeah. So I love that OnlyFans. It's a little bit more filtered. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to see, okay, you know, I've got a new message and I can get more personal and talk to people and get to know them a lot better than just on, you know, regular social media.
1: Yeah, no, it is hard to be on. I mean, I know I have issues like on YouTube and places. I don't even know if you bother with TikTok because TikTok is even harder than other places.
0: Oh my gosh, TikTok is so hard. I'm beginning to use it.
1: Yeah. But it takes so much to make a gosh darn video. That's not even that long. Exactly. And you forget about the community guidelines. What about stripping, though? When did you get and then, in? Yeah. Wait, when did you get into stripping?
0: Oh, goodness. That was when I was 21. Mm-hmm. Because I was a horrible bartender.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't really drink too much. I'm kind of more of a smoker. So I was bartending at a college bar and it, it was not going well. Yeah. I remember the last straw was some college kid came in and he was like, I want free beer. And I was like, of course you can't have free beer. So he was like, screw you. And he just pushed all of the draft beers on, like pushed the little handles forward. So they just all came flooding out at me at once and took off out of the bar. I
1: was like, that's it. I am done.
0: <laughs> Fuck that. So I had a friend that come in for beers that was nice. And he was like, well, you know what? You should try a strip club. There's a local strip club over here. They may need, like, they had a bar too. Mm-hmm. So he's like, they may need bartenders. It might be easier than dealing with college kids. You never know. Go check it out. So I'm like, okay, okay. So I checked it out and it was really nice. Like, they had just redone the place. It looked really fancy. It was my first time even in a strip club. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this seems really nice. I stayed and I watched like a couple girls go on stage. One girl did this like amazing aerial stuff on the pole, like climbed up and down, flip flopped around. It was it was great. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I was like, okay, so I asked them about working there and they're like, Well, we really don't need bartenders right now. But if you want to dance, you can do that. I was like, um, I've never danced before, but if you guys will teach me to do how that one lady did all the crazy fun aerial stuff, then yeah. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> so that girl ended up actually tutoring me for like six months and taught me how to do a bunch of crazy fun pool stuff. And I've loved it ever since. It's been a lot of fun. I've met a lot of interesting people.
1: And how were you blown away at how much money you were making? I
0: Oh my gosh, yes. I couldn't even realize it my first day <laughs> right? because I was new. Yeah. I, I made like $75, and I was like, oh, that is so great. You know, I made $75 in a night. I had to work bartending for a week to get that. And then I started actually working, act- like, actually working now that I knew what I was doing, and then it started like doubling, tripling quadrupling and I'm like, okay, now I can see what I can actually do. You're
1: like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I can and I can imagine fast forward to now that you have an OnlyFans and everything and how much you could really make. It's like amazing that people can have control of their careers and turn this kind of a thing, if you're into it, yes. into something yes. where you really make money. And, you know, it really gets me mad when um like there was a time a little while back when OnlyFans was going to be shut down. Remember that? Oh you must God, remember yeah. that. That's like fucking scary, right? And everyone was yes. making all these jokes like, oh, so now that girl could go back to work in her Burger King job <laughs> or whatever. And I was like, it's so rude for people to think that anybody that's making a really good amount of money on OnlyFans is doing nothing. You know what I mean? It takes a lot of work to create content. You know? You, oh my I, gosh, yes. You know? And so it's not like, and I, it's so rude for people to just sort of d- dismiss all these women or men on OnlyFans who are making, yeah. you know, 10,000, 15,000, 30,000, 5,000 a month. You got to be working yeah. your ass off. You Like any other person that's making that amount of, amount of money, you're, you're putting in the time and you're doing a lot of work. It's not easy to do. And I think that uh, a lot of times that doesn't, that, you know, people just don't look at it that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely hear that a lot. And then especially with dancing too, they're like, oh, you're a dancer. You're just automatically going to make a ton of money. It's like, no, when I go in, first of all, I pay to work and then I make the money that I go out and make. Like mm-hmm. if I just sit up in the dressing room all night, I won't make anything. So it's not just oh handed to me. Right. And it's the same thing with OnlyFans. Yeah, you can open up an OnlyFans, but if you don't post on there, if you don't give the people, you know, what they want, they're not gonna spend the money.
1: <laughs> right.
0: So it is it's a constant keep up. It's it's an everyday thing. I definitely check every day, multiple times a day. I'm on OnlyFans. and uh, constant I try to post every day because People's subscription is for a month. So I feel like, okay, you're subscribing for that month. You're subscribing for 30 days. So if I was subscribing for 30 days, I would want 30 days of content. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've got to provide now, which is not the easiest thing in between taking care of like a house and traveling. and
1: it's a full time. (laughs) That's what I mean. It's a full, (sighs) it becomes a full time job and that's what it is. You're also, you have Mm -hmm. to create all that content.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, you have to make something that people actually want to pay to see. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah and you could tell by looking at all your stuff on there like I know that you said some a lot of it is from your professional shoots that people pay you for but also stuff that you do I mean when you're getting yeah. when you're doing those uh, stack of vagina pictures it's like a you know yes. that you're putting that all together that's time you know yes, you're, you're is wrangling
0: kind of... 20 strippers in a dressing room yeah and you <laughs> have
1: <of> <laughs> yeah and you have 150,000 followers in there because you're posting good content you know and the stuff that people like to see and you know and, and that makes the difference and that's what i mean by saying like it's it's not only rude but it's like ignorant to to think that someone's just making money for nothing you know right if that's not how it works people would like to believe yeah. that because those are the lazy people that aren't doing it you know and but but could right. never now you said that when you started stripping like you know it's you do it a couple times a, a a month but you also said like oh i've met so many interesting people like what do you love about stripping and what don't you like about it
0: um i love meeting interesting people definitely you do meet people from all different walks of life mm-hmm. um The strip club I work at is by a highway, so I meet a lot of people traveling through, so it's neat to meet people from different states Mm -hmm. and hear, you know, kind of outside opinions of things that are going on in the world, because sometimes you get kind of stuck in, like, one state. If you don't travel much, then you're just hearing on the news what they're saying about other states, so that's kind of fun doing that. Also... um, the thing I wouldn't like is probably the super, super drunk, crazy people can get hard to handle. Mm-hmm. There's definitely, um, it's a BYOB, so they bring their own beer or they come already wasted.
1: <laughs> oh <my laughs> so God. it
0: can definitely entail a lot of craziness. We've had, unfortunately, a few people tried to do the fights and then so you have to calm those people down and then you have uh girls drinking getting crazy too so it's it's definitely entertaining one way or another mm-hmm. whether it's the girls or the customers or the employees there's always something fun going on
1: there for sure and now let me ask are you in a relationship now i am not no Okay, and now when you have been or have, I'm assuming you, how old are you now? Because you said you started stripping and stuff when you were like 21. I mean, have you you had any long-term relationship? And how have the guys felt, if you have, about what you do?
0: So I've had a few here and there. And they usually are the typical, oh, you should quit. You should do something else. You know, oh, you should let me take care of you. This, that, and the other but I love the independence of it. Mm-hmm. And I love being able to be my own boss mm-hmm. and to not have to be like, Oh, I can't do this because this person may not like it, you
1: know, right.
0: So I've just kind of kept it solo as much as I can, because it's just is easier. And, you know, you can have friends here and there when you need them. And I'm just not really looking for like, I'm not searching right now to have kids or get married or anything like that. That's not really in in my goals anytime soon. Mm -hmm. I enjoy the traveling and the modeling and all those aspects at the moment.
1: And now what do you do? Like you you keep saying that you travel a lot. Do you travel a lot for business? Like do you get hired to travel and do photo shoots and, and stuff like that?
0: Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, every year I get hired for an East Coast tour, which is where I start in Chicago. And then I drive straight out to New York and I drive about a couple hours, stop and do a photo shoot, drive a couple hours, stop and do a full stay the night and continue to do that for about like three weeks. I think it usually is what take- it takes me. Yeah, mm-hmm. about almost, almost three weeks or so. But yeah, I. I'm very fortunate enough to be able to travel for my work. I enjoy it a lot.
1: And when you travel, do you strip in those states too? Like when you come to New York, do you go do like a New York club and stuff like that? Do you take that on the road as well or just the the photog- like the modeling?
0: So, I've thought about it, mm-hmm. and I've had a lot of fans reach out and be like, "Oh, if you stop at this club yeah. or in this area, like I'll totally come see you." And mm-hmm. it sounds like a lot of fun, but I just get so busy during the day shooting that by nighttime i'm like i'm so tired i just want to go
1: <laughs> right
0: and i haven't yet I've, I've only danced in a few iowa clubs i haven't branched out from there yet i may i don't know but at the moment i haven't
1: <laughs> now i could imagine with all your fans and all the the you know followers on instagram that you're constantly getting hit up by guys
0: Oh, my God, every
1: day. <laughs> right. Now, my question is, between me and you and everybody listening, like, how many fans or how many guys who have, like, snuck into you, have you ever hooked up with any of them or, like, you know, crossed the line or met anybody that way? I would assume. Like, why? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I've talked to a couple people that seemed all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: but not, not too many, just a few that happen to say the right thing. Be at the right place at the right time. <laughs> right, or look
1: the right... I mean, you never know, right? Or look the right way. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. right? It's always a possibility. It can happen.
0: Yeah. Yep, I never say never. No, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like... And listen, I was just listening to some people on... Um, on a podcast that I listened to, then they were talking about going to a strip club and they were as, they were talking to all the girls and they were saying like the girls all talk about how like the girls hate each other and they don't really, or they're not friends with each other and stuff. I mean, is there like a camaraderie between the women at your strip clubs or is there not?
0: I mean, it kind of depends. Um, some strip clubs I've noticed that, but uh, in my local Iowa one, they're pretty nice. Yes, there is that underlining competition in a way because, you know, we're all here trying to make money from the same people. But usually if you can, there's a thing called like dancer etiquette. Yeah. So if you fall in the lines of those things and tend not to piss anybody off, you're usually good. Yeah. But the minute you don't follow dancer etiquette, then yeah, everybody ends up hating on Hazen and... Um, the whole nine yards
1: <laughs> and what about the back room does that exist in your club and what goes on there
0: oh my gosh <laughs> okay yes there is definitely some fun vip rooms um but it's just kind of like the one of those things i guess like las vegas what goes on in the vip room stays <laughs> in the vip room
1: <laughs> oh my god hilarious okay so we know shit goes down in the vip room you're here to say there's stuff but you're gonna keep it on the dl which i think is cool of you i respect that i mean listen if you were anonymous and i was changing your voice and your name i'd be like come on tell me
0: but right. because you're
1: you know you're who you are i totally respect your decision to be cool and not blab about it but so there is a back room and st- and it it exists
0: yes it's definitely lots of fun memorable
1: nights right and then hold on and so now back to like my hoser questions like that you know i know that you would probably by the way i mean like you know when when you do wind up wanting to settle down you would be perfect like it would be so great if you found a guy that was like obsessed with pantyhose you would be like the perfect girlfriend because you actually like to wear them right right (laughs) definitely i mean how many pairs do you have
0: Oh my God, I have totes and totes full. Really? Yeah.
1: (laughs) And you do, because you just buy, you buy tons of them for all your shoots and everything, and also because you like, because you do wear them all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, a little bit of both. I pick them up here and there when I'm traveling at different stores. If I see like a pattern or a color I haven't seen before, I'm like, oh, I got to get that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I get gifted them a lot. Um, A lot of companies send them to me to take pictures into. So if they're unique colors and you know different patterns and stuff i tend to keep a hold of them some of my more basic ones though tend to get sold after well worn
1: <laughs> oh but so i try to hold <laughs> yeah i was going to ask you what are some of the stuff like things that you do for your hosers all those people all those guys that are on your only fans who love to see when pantyhose what are the kinds of requests that you get from them
0: I do get asked a lot for well-worn, like, I'll wear pantyhose for about, like, three days, and then I make sure to, like, work out in them, or, like, take a long hike in them, and then I'll put them in, like, a sealed little Ziploc bag and send them off to them. They really like those. Mm -hmm. Um, I do a lot of, like, custom pictures and hosiery in different places, like I said, in the gym and everywhere else, and videos in them and everything.
1: (laughs) Like personalized videos. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. So that people, if they join your OnlyFans and, and do people have to be on your OnlyFans to get that? Or could they go through like your DM on Instagram and say, Hey, Lil Ms Unique. Like, can I, you know, purchase a mm-hmm. video of you or could I buy, you know, the, the pantyhose in that pick?
0: Um, so when I first started on my OnlyFans, I was doing like, you had to be on OnlyFans to purchase stuff, but now I've opened up to selling to people on Instagram as well, too, That or Instagram, Twitter, whatever, that message me.
1: So you will do that?
0: Yeah. And yep. you
1: keep that open just to, because... And is OnlyFans, I'm assuming, is like the people could join for a month, they could cancel any time? Mm-hmm. Yep, they can join for a
0: month, or they can join longer for a bigger discount. Mm-hmm. Um, my big thing is, is when you purchase, you can sign up to either join for that month, or you can sign up... For it to automatically renew every month. Yeah. And then, so the people that sign up to automatically renew every month get more perks than the ones that don't. They get um, a free video every month and uh, free pictures every month. So mm-hmm. I definitely add perks to those that are reinst I guess what it's called reinstated or re. Rebuild, have a rebill on re-upping, i don't <laughs> yeah. know i'm just as bad as you are right with the technical terms
1: <laughs> yeah okay you don't need to be technical you got everything else going down <laughs> but um wait what was i going to ask oh you said you mentioned on your only you said oh on my only Friends, i have other fetish you know a place for like the fetish stuff that i do now you know are there other kinds of fetish stuff that you cater to with pics and videos besides the pantyhose? Now, listen, I know you're listening to this episode because you dig hot stories. Don't we all like hot stories? I know I do. I'm totally turned on by what I hear. And that's why I love Dipsy Stories. Dipsy Stories is an app full of sexy audio stories. No matter what you're into, from straight stories to straight up hookup stories to queer stories and more, no matter what turns you on, Dipsy helps bring the stories to life anytime, anywhere. And you want to know what my favorite feature is? It's their jump to the action button. That's right. If you just want to get right to it because you're super horny and you don't have that much time, there's a button you can push that's going to take you right to the part where the action starts. You could get right to it. For listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to com slash strictly anon. com slash strictly anon.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty open to any fetish that's not too harmful to mm-hmm. somebody that doesn't want to be harmed. Yeah. But I do do a lot of, like, feet fetish yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. um, nylon fetish, and then I also do bondage, which mm-hmm. is a big thing. Um, domination, which is a big thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I
0: Oh, uh, there's a thing called Sleepy Fetish.
1: Oh, the Sleepy Foot? Sleepy yes, Feet? Yes, yes, I I to a...
0: say that is one of my favorite things to <laughs> really? record and shoot. Yes, because <laughs> to me it's like so easy. All you have to do is lay there and pretend you're asleep and I'm like, yes, this is like the dream job.
1: <laughs> oh my God, hilarious. Yeah, it's a lot easier than the stack of vaginas getting all those people yeah, together. Yeah. yeah, Oh my
0: gosh. Much easier than wrangling 20 strippers, yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Wait, so the Sleepy, can you believe that that's a thing? I found that so I had a guy on who was into sleepy feet thing, and I was the first time I had ever heard about it. And then I realized yeah. that it's not just that guy, right? It's a no, lot of guys it's are into a whole, this. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> yes, definitely. And it's an interesting one. You can't believe the stuff that people are into. I know Sleepy Feet is an interesting one. So people could go on and they could see. You already have content like that on there that they could see. And then they could actually purchase like things that are more specific.
0: Right, right. Yep. I have like videos and pictures and all that 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 go to it. I've done, like, um, different outfits. Uh, There's one guy I work with who shoots uh, sleepy superheroes. Mm -hmm. So I'm dressed up in, like, Spider-Man or, like, some superhero, and I accidentally get knocked out by some villain. (laughs) It's fun. It's crazy.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. So, wait, so you do this work also, you know, for other people and their websites? Right.
0: Yep, yep. That's how I kind of get introduced to a lot of it is, People will see me on one fetish site, and they're like, okay, I see you do this. Well, I produce this. Would you be okay with doing, you know, whatever it is? And mm-hmm. would you be comfortable with that? And nine times out of ten, I'm like, yes, let's do it.
1: Right. <laughs> And now what are you into? I know that women, females rarely have fetishes, right? But, you know, we're into things or not into things. Like, you know, as far as your personal life, what are you into? Are you into BDSM? Are you into dressing up? Are you into role play? Like what gets you going?
0: Um, well, I'm definitely into trying a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I do think it's fun to try new things. Yeah. Um, there's not necessarily one thing in particular that I like, because I'm pretty open and yeah. learning about all this new stuff has definitely opened my eyes and yeah. like, oh, why do they like it? Well, let me try it out and see. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no, I see why they like it. <laughs> this is actually fun. <laughs> so I mean, I I do enjoy. I'm bisexual as well, mm-hmm. so I definitely enjoy a company of a woman a lot. That is one of my biggest things. Like. If I were to personally masturbate, I think the thing I would look up the most would be, like, lesbian sex or, like, lesbian orgies or lesbian group sex. I'm definitely into stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I said, I'm pretty open, so I've always been trying new things with new people that I meet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I know I just asked because, you know, these are the kinds of things right. people like to know. Like, th- there's nothing more that guys love besides a girl like you who knows how to, like, you know, wiggle on a pair of ho- pantyhose, okay, is also a <laughs> right, woman who's right. open that, about her love of sex. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, you know. Yeah. And, and I think that it's always great to hear, uh, you know, about – you know from somebody who can be honest I get if you're just more private about that you know that's totally (laughs) cool too but you know that's the kind of stuff that people like so you would you would label yourself quote-unquote as bisexual have you ever dated a woman yes yes but you're not dating anybody now no no and you like equal do you like group sex with guys too lesbian group sex Yeah, yeah 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 yeah
0: I'm okay with that as well um, I will say, after dating a guy with a fet- fetish, it would be hard to date another guy that didn't have one.
1: <laughs> oh, what do you mean?
0: So, I because I didn't realize that was even a thing at first until yeah. I dated a guy, and then I was like, "Oh, okay, I do like to have my feet worshipped. Like that does actually feel really good." So now I think if I were to date somebody again, and they wouldn't want to massage or worship my feet, I'd probably be like, uh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> wow. So you got to be
0: able to do that too.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then listen, a lot of times and I'm sure you find this uh, a lot of times, I find that you know the foot fetish guy is into pantyhose too. Like a, you know, one yeah. feeds the other and vice versa. Yep. So most likely, that guy that's in, you know, that's going to worship your feet, then is just going to be totally hot for you while you're wearing the hose, and then worship your hose. And all you got to do is walk in, and you know, mm-hmm. wearing a nice pair of pantyhose, and you know, and they're going to be like, oh my god, you're like the hottest thing. And so, which is why I always try to tell my guys like. I don't understand why you're why either your girl does isn't into it or you're free to tell her that that's what you're into because how easy is it for your partner right. then to you know because then she's automatically hot right right just wearing them I mean the power right. in 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 it is uh, is great I'm not, I don't even know what the fuck I just said it was so bad but it was true <laughs> you know what I mean right
0: <laughs> Yeah yeah I get it. I understand and especially you know it, these guys should be able to be more open with uh, women in there and what their fetish is, because I feel like women now are becoming more open themselves since society, I feel like, is more open, too, as well. So that's a plus.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, you're lucky the time period you're living in. You know, how old are you again? 31. Yeah, you're 31, and you're living in a very different world than I was raised in. When I was... When I was around your age or when I was younger, like in my 20s, that's when stripping became something that was way more mainstream you know it was right around yeah. the time that I was super young and all my girlfriends did it I was the only one that did didn't because I overthink I was the, I'm the girl that was like what if like my the father came into the club like what if my uncle did what if oh my boy. brother's friends came? you know I just overthink stuff like yeah. that so it just that kind of thing was never for me but all of my girlfriends did it you know but that was like so long ago but it, it was you know it wasn't until I was in my 20s that that became something a little bit mainstream but it was still A little bit of a stigma attached to the point where, like, I was, you know, overthinking it. Now, for you, do you ever? Are you like in the club? Like, how does your family feel about what you do? I'm assuming maybe they know because you are, you know, your faces and all your pics. You're not hiding who you are.
0: Right, right. No, yeah, I've always been pretty open with my family. Thankfully, they've been pretty accepting they're a little hesitant at first but now that they've seen the life that I've built from everything mm-hmm. they're definitely more comfortable with it I did have like you said an uncle walk-in I did have an uncle walk-in oh the you club did <laughs> oh, my, oh god. my god yes and so I just kind of like curled up and ran to the back and had to tell like one of those security guards I'm like that's my uncle I'm not coming out on stage while he's here <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. See, I'm fucking <laughs> right. That's they, why I never did it for that one stupid yeah. moment.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely happened to me. I've even had, gosh, because I went to school around where I dance. So I've even had people from my school life and people I never wanted to see ever again walk in every time. I just thankfully can run to the dressing room and tell them, you know, I'm not coming out until that person leaves.
1: <laughs> and They're nice about that. Yeah, see, that's what I would That's what how where my mind would go, you know, and I would always be like, and so my fear of that moment, but look, you have that moment. It's no big deal. You just walk in the back and then you go. But most of the time, that's not happening.
0: Yeah, yeah. And there's some girls that it's happened to them and they've been on stage and literally have turned around and the customer sat down and it was like a family member or something and they just both dropped jaws. That's what I say. Yeah, so thankfully that hasn't happened to me, but it does
1: happen. <laughs> now, what about because listen, sugar daddies is all the rage right now, and it is very accepted, and it goes down, and it's happening more than ever, and people are being very super open and honest about it. I would assume because of the world that you live in. You know, the stripping world and Instagram as well as OnlyFans that you have been approached or that kind of situation has been in your orbit. Um,
0: Definitely. I would consider I do have customers that would come to see me regularly at the club. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's just they like to spend time. they'll come and they'll bring you know like some desserts or something just to sit there and eat and talk and spend time together in exchange for the money. I think you know is no big deal either if both parties are happy then yeah then yeah, it's definitely okay. um I enjoy I get to know these people and on a personal level and they become like my friends mm-hmm. so. I definitely am okay with it, and I do have a few people, yeah, that come see me regularly at the club that I enjoy spending time with, for sure.
1: Right, but nothing outside of the club, though?
0: Not really, because I'm just so busy outside of the club, between traveling for the modeling and taking care of my family and everything else. I don't have a lot of extra time, unfortunately. It's like my club time is like my going out fun time
1: for me. Oh, my God, hilarious. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it is, because I'll, like, I'll have a couple of drinks at the club, you know, dance, talk to people. I mean, that's like my going out.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I would assume, are you yeah. at least making six figures now with all the stuff that you do?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, like how amazing. I mean, I could imagine that like half your girlfriends now want to do the same thing
0: yeah yeah i definitely get a lot of across how do you do that how do i do this well maybe i could do that and i'm like it's a lot of work and a few of them had started and they see all the work and they're like yeah never mind like, <laughs> yeah, it's not as easy as you think you don't just walk on the spot and everybody gives stuff to you no no you're gonna prove who you are <laughs>
1: Exactly in every in every world that you're in, whether it's the oh modeling my gosh, world, yeah. right? Because you don't just live in one place. I mean, you're really putting yourself out there. You're working all angles, yeah. and that's why you're making the money. You wouldn't need a sugar daddy. That's probably why you don't have one of those. <laughs> yeah, basically, I am my own. <laughs> right, you don't need it, right? I mean, all right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Like I said, I stuck up for my poor girl that was on my show, and they were going after her, and also oh. going after the guys. It's like leave them alone. Like if everybody's right. happy, if they're and, happy, they're happy. Yeah. yeah, if everyone's sort of consensual and I wonder like, you know, do you get a lot of I mean because you open yourself up when you're online like that, you know, as well as yeah. when you're selling to people and everything. And like, I mean, do you have have you had a lot of negative experiences or are people pretty cool with you the guys that hit you up?
0: I've had pretty positive experiences for the most part, um, maybe a couple People get crazy, but if anybody gets too crazy, I end up just blocking them. (laughs) I don't deal
1: with any drama, so. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so now how, where could people, everyone find you? I'm going to post like the first like 20, I'll give out all of your like information too and all of your links, but I know my hosers are going to be, dying to sign up for your OnlyFans mm-hmm. and buy shit from you, okay? Because, Yay. like I said, not only do you... Listen, they would like any girl that puts on hose, A lot of times it's like the hose <laughs> is what they're into. But you happen to be on top of it, like I said, like a 10. You know, you're beautiful. You have like a great body mm. and you... I think that your content of what you you most likely will be sending them is like killer. So to me, you're top of the mountain for somebody. So I know they're going to be going and hitting you up for stuff. So where do they find you? I'll also put all the links. But why don't you give your shout out to all your social media as well as your OnlyFans?
0: Okay, so basically on every social media is at Little Miss Unique, L-I-L-M-I-Z-Z-U-N-I-Q-U-E. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one that is different would be TikTok. TikTok is at Little Miss Unique 1. Okay. And that's because they banned my first TikTok because apparently I was too, uh, what did they say, a... Uh, I was too too sexy for them or something. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna do t- <laughs> something goofy, so I
0: had to make another one. Yeah. But besides that, Twitter, life, uh, I have Snapchat. Um all of it and it's all I try to keep under all the same names so it's easy to find. You can basically Google Little Miss Unique and it'll all come up.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you have a flow page. I guess that's like a yes. link tree. Yep, you with know? all my links. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll put your flow page up there because that's the easiest awesome. way to get it because you put that up and people will be able to find you everywhere i suggest everybody go and sign up okay because once you see her you're gonna be like oh shit you know (laughs) um you're definitely uh know what you're doing and you do a really good job you know and um i'm gonna post some pics i'm gonna take some pics or send me some pics that you think are good i'll put on my patreon for people to see um Uh but listen they could go to your instagram it's free there to to see all your stuff as well i'll get that and your filter. But thank you so much for calling in. My hosers are going to be so excited when I tell them. Yay, that I'm, thank you for I having me. This has been fun. No, I'm so glad that... What's his fucking name? I got it there. All right, I'm going to insert it later. But listen, I found you. I'm going to edit this in. I found okay. you from someone, one of my hosers on Instagram. I think he's my hoser, but he was on Instagram and he told me uh, about you. His name was Jeffrey Gemel. He told me about you. Thank you, Jeffrey Gemmel. Yay, yes. And uh, he was the one that gave me, so I want to give a shout out to him. Um, But anyway, Liz, Lil, Miz, Unique, I keep forgetting, I'm just going to call you Unique. Unique, thank you so much for calling in. My hosts are going to love you. I'm going to promote the shit out of you. And thanks so much again for coming on. thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. So listen, Lil, Miz, Unique called back in to do a specific Q and A, where she answered questions from my hosers on my Patreon page. My hosers are guys who have a pantyhose fetish. So we talk very specific, like what kind of brands she likes, what kind of colors she prefers. Does she wear when she's having sex? Does she enjoy it? Has she ever dated a guy who had a pantyhose fetish or any other fetish? What does she really? into. We hone in on all of that on her part two. It's an exclusive episode available only on my Patreon. My Patreon hoser tier is great. It's $7 a month. You could cancel at any time. Uh, Sign up there to not only hear Liz Lil Ms. Unique's part two in that exclusive episode, but tons of other exclusive episodes. If you join, you get one a month, if not more. Plus you get all the back catalog. So I've been doing Patreon for two years. So, you know, there's like uh, at least another 50 episodes. Plus you get all the anonymous confessions that come into my show. Plus you get all my episodes uh, early, ad free. Um, We do contests on there. There's a whole community of guys who have a pantyhose fetish. So if you want to join, sign up. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. A link to my Patreon will be in the description. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about? to anyone. To any-